2: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com
3: slash recommend
2: today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210
0: WPHD.
3: I may have miscalculated some of the evidence is going against what I thought early on. And maybe you'll help explain why Bobby Kennedy Jr. might be a bigger menace than I thought. A big... Pack poll out there nationally. They pit Trump, Biden, RFK Jr., and Cornel West in a four-way contest. And I'm looking at the donor figures. If that First of all, Kennedy polling at 22% there. That's outlandish. I can't believe that. What it is with this guy. Conspiracy. People love it. Just go around saying wild conspiracies with a big family name. And people get all, oh, that's fresh. That's new. I never thought about that. But the donor list of Trump donors in the 2020 cycle, I'm looking at a report at Mediate today uh, and Politico and Politico analyzing this. A lot of Trump donors adding up to a lot of money that donated to Trump in 2020 are now donating to RFK Jr., So is the target Trump here? I kind of thought, look, they don't like Biden. This is the flavor of the month in Kennedy. They're tired and they're going to vote for this guy. Could he be at 22 percent? It just defies anything imaginable. Now, of course, unfairly, they call it former President Trump, President Biden, and they call him anti-vaccine Bobby Kennedy Jr., I mean, you know, they could say lawyer, they could say whatever they want. So I started to work up all the things about Kennedy that if you see yourself as a conservative, conservative worldview, how in the world could you vote for this guy? There are two that jump out. One, we talked about a few weeks back, the reparations. Isn't that a tell? The other climate change. He's fanatical on that. He's been a lawyer on that. I've had him on a dozen times over the years. So what is it that's propelling this? My theory, look, people are tired of Trump in some way. Biden, they're not interested in it at all. This is the flavor of the month. But we're getting closer to where things get serious. And Quinnipiac is not a bad poll. First of all, They have Trump at 63% for the Republican nomination. My God. Wow. Yes. And Ron DeSantis is getting more questions about his shoes and lifts than anything else. And I do think he's lifting, and I understand that. Wait, wait, lifting weights? No, lifting his height. (laughs) That's what it's called. Don't you remember that from Seinfeld? Yeah, yeah, the lifting. Mickey lifting, yeah. So he wears cowboy boots all the time, but inside... And uh, Nikki Haley's saying, well, you know, Ron is against drag queens. Why is he wearing high heels? <laughs> look, I, I think uh, standing on that stage, if Trump were on the stage with them, I'd hate to be DeSantis standing next to him, Dan. You don't want to be doing that. You know, it, it doesn't look. Are people that superficial? Yeah. Subconsciously. All right. So Kennedy Jr., 20 a pack, 22%, the donors. What is it? That is driving that. Cornell West is doing pretty well against Biden, too, as another independent force. This is going to be one of the wildest races we've ever seen. But, but I want to know, when you take a look at what Kennedy Jr. really is all about, it is much more liberal than anything else. And then there is just the issue of conspiracy that he puts forward. What is it that is driving? Is it just, hey, we're upset with the other two. We're tired of all this. Now, Trump in 2016, he was the element to overturn that. I think that Trump got distracted. I don't think he achieved what he wanted to in his first term. But he's not anti-swamp. What's the evidence that Trump is in the swamp? Also, I want to play you Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is on the ropes. It's tough gonna play you what he said today. I think this was morning Joe, Dan. He was on morning. I mean he's got to be feeling bad if he goes on morning, Joe. I think even Mika got in a question, okay? By the way, Biden has said a pause is needed. These Democrats, they're not calling it a ceasefire. They're calling it a pause, a humanitarian pause. Here's the thing, Dan. Where do the Israelis pause? They're inside Gaza City, right? They've cleared the way. They've set it up. They divided it. Can you imagine pausing inside Gaza City? That's almost suicidal for the attack they'll experience. But these clowns like the dean of decency, Biden now, humanitarian, we've been through this how many times? Decency. You know what? My answer to that is, listen to this Palestinian student at the University of Pennsylvania. Now, they have hate speech codes. I don't agree with them at all, but I'm saying that's their, their sense, right? If there actually are hate speech clauses there at Penn, and Penn's going to do something about something. Listen to this Palestinian student address. It just broke this morning, this cut. Students at Penn, how exhilarated she was by what happened on October 7th. Just think about this. Now, either she's a complete moron, which is a possibility. Or a moron and just a savage, which I think is both. Listen to this at the University of Penn.
0: A friend uh, from back home recently reminded me of something which I would like to share with all of you. Do you guys remember the photo of the kids and men laughing and smiling as they sat on top of the Israeli military jeep captured by our freedom fighters? Yes. Do you remember that picture. Yes. How about the photo of the are breaking through the? border do you remember that picture Yes. and the several other joyful and powerful images which came from the glorious October 7th Yes. Oh.
4: I want you to picture those yes! in your
0: mind I want you all to remember how you felt when you saw those images and heard the news I remember feeling so empowered and happy so confident that victory was near and so tangible
3: I need a better All
0: of you to hold that feeling (laughs) in your hearts. Never let go of it. Channel it through every action you take. Bring it to the streets. Yes! Go down to the streets every day. And don't ever let them feel that you quietly accept this genocide. Woo!
3: All right, so October 7th. Sorry. October 7th. She's celebrating. All right, at the University of Pennsylvania. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes, October 7th. How are you supposed to deal with this type of situation? All right? 855-839-1210. Now, here's just to saying today, talking about what he thinks, why he's hanging into the race, why he thinks it could turn on a
1: dime. I don't see this happening at all. Just before the clip, um. Yes. I have some behind the scenes uh, audio.
4: You got to get some lifts for your shoes. Lifts? Look, Kramer, you don't understand.
1: <laughs> this kind of thing is just not done. You Look, I endorse
3: it, though, Dan. You know, we're mocking it because you're six foot eight. I don't know if six foot eight looks presidential. They might think you're kind of freakish at six foot eight. You know That's what I mean? That's the
1: thing, is I can't take an axe to my you know, lower legs, so yeah, right. you know, they <laughs> shouldn't be able to wear lifts. He's <laughs> uh,
3: I told you we had a presidential debate. We had a debate thing with the host here, Dan, right? Like a bunch, and in the meeting they were complaining about my height. Oh, I mean, I'm like, what? Imagine if it were you standing there. Yeah, they were saying, I'm not standing next to him, or uh, I want a phone book, or stuff like this. And this was just <laughs> a little debate at Xfinity Live. So I feel for the guy. I have great legs, though. Just remember, that's what my wife says. I mean, least. if I were like five ten, standing next to Trump and all, I you can say, oh, people are not superficial. They don't even know they're doing it. You know, Trump fills up the room. You really think in 2023 people still care? Yes. Yes. I don't. don't. The race is cosmetic. Then you tell me why Phil Murphy is the king of hair now. Why did he do the hair, do you think? Yeah. It's a signal. But why hasn't he done the teeth? Yeah, well, that's the great unknown. But (laughs) you you know that somebody's running for the presidency. They start working out. They go on a diet. Why would they do that? They know that people say they don't care about it, but they do. I just I like are I, we electing a bald guy as president?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I, I think if Mr. Wonderful ran, <laughs> he's get some support, He's bald. <laughs> my my whole thing is like we live in a world where fat shaming is, you know, no longer like okay. Uh, so so the media is not going to be able to lambast someone for their right. height or their weight I don't think anymore. So I just don't know if it Why are plays they going to think about then? Are they though? Like, oh yeah, other oh, politicians are. Like, like no, Mickey's no. The going media after him, media
3: asks questions. They say, "Well, you know, there are reports out there." But about- the thing is,
1: they're going after him because he's wearing lifts. If he didn't, right. it's like the Streisand effect. If he didn't call attention to it, I don't think people would be talking about it. But he's wearing lifts, just like you know,
3: women would wear a wig or something. You know, and you are going to bring that to attention? Why are you wearing the wig? Why do you think I'm wearing the wig?
1: <laughs> okay, I mean, Biden. Me yeah, me there, Biden's
3: yeah. the one with plugs on. Not, you know, Uh, so anyhow, listen to DeSantis aside from the lifts answer this. And I think he's dead wrong on this, Dan. But I think he's forced himself to believe if Trump gets convicted on something, by the way, by the way, could be a pretty big development. The one case where every person that I respect we bring on that knows the legal system, Dan, they say the case that Trump has to worry about the most in being convicted, even though it's technical is the case of the documents at his residence in Florida, okay? And I agree with that. The judge there is apparently going to postpone the trial. We don't know how long, but the the rub today is I've heard estimates the trial could be postponed well, maybe even into the conventions. So can you imagine... Trump is convicted in the middle of a convention. He accepts the nomination, then he's convicted. Well, DeSantis says we want to avoid that. We don't want to have that possibility because then he'll lose to Biden. I don't know about that. All right. Here's what the
4: saying is set. So I signed a pledge, uh, a Willie, and uh, that that pledge is what it is. Now, really? do I think somebody under those circumstances could get elected president? The answer is no. Uh, that will not happen. Uh, I think that Republican voters uh, will understand that as as we get closer to to, to voting. Uh, but it is it would be fatal uh, in a general election, and I don't think the party should should nominate um, in that situation. However. Uh, You know, I signed the pledge. I'm a Republican. I don't think it's going to come to that. Uh, And I think we'll be uh, we'll get the job done like we need to. Uh, But the reality is, is I signed it and and that's what I did.
3: Now, back to the shoes. (laughs) Uh, So would it matter in the general? I could see it might in the primary. Trump could be convicted of all 91 counts tomorrow. He's still going to be the nominee. Why would that stop him from being the nominee? If you're in that camp that goes, come on now, Tom, I can't be voting for Trump if he's convicted on 91 charges. There's even a theory out there which I don't subscribe to. Trump's being told to violate the gag order, to do it blatantly and say go to hell to the judge because that'll help him politically more than it hurts him. If people think he's doing that intentionally, they're not going to get on their high horse and say constitutional freedom of speech. It's got to be more subtle than that. But all this stuff is helping him. And the other side, including DeSantis, I guess just can't believe it. If I were in DeSantis' shoes, Dan, well, I wouldn't be. But if I were,
4: I would be, <laughs> you wouldn't thinking, be ready to live.
3: yeah, what do you have to do? You know, what do you have to do in order to puncture Trump here? That's an unknowable answer. All right, a great coach, in my estimation, Dan, that I interviewed twice— once when he was coaching once, Indiana. when he was out there for President Trump, it was an unbelievable interview. My hand was on the bup, uh, the pause button. Did he curse? No, it was a no. humanitarian pause. I may have hit it unknowingly one time. What a guy. Oh, what a coach. Now, not everybody could play for him. I don't know if I'd want DJ. Let me put it you this way, Dan. I could certainly, where I played ball and grew up, I certainly could play for Bobby Knight. Would I want DJ and Luke playing for him? Eh,
1: maybe not. No? Nah. But he, he would not instill, uh, you know, uh, some authoritarian I, uh, yeah, I teachings. Don't,
3: I don't know if that was their style, you know what I mean? Yeah. As much for me. Oh, yeah, run through that wall. Okay,
1: let's go. You, you can talk
3: about all the motivational speeches and oh, phrases and devices in the world, but the greatest motivator of all is your ass on the bench. <laughs> there is no better motivator. <laughs> Ass meets bench. (laughs) Bench retains ass. (laughs) Ass transmits signal to brain. Brain transmits signal to body. Body gets ass off bench and plays
1: better. I mean, it's a. Call from mom.
0: Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
4: Hell of a sequence of things that takes place.
3: Well,
1: might be for you guys.
3: I think the media had to like this guy. they may have some of them may have you know later on despised him. But what you talk about good copy?
1: The thing God. is, though, like Indiana, they they don't understand uh, sarcasm at all. I, no. Like when, when I moved out there, I, I lived in Indiana for a while. Went out there for high yeah. school. Went to IU. Uh, Bob Knight, I, yeah, I, you know he's a legend in my eyes because of that. Uh, there's not much sarcasm, so I don't know if this kind of brashness nature that would work really well in Philadelphia. Like, if we had a coach oh, here God. in Philly that treated the media like that, it would be yeah. great for the fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Indiana, obviously, most people there love the guy because they're his a-hole. Uh, but you ask yeah. a Purdue fan, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, you, sure. you'll never hear the end, and it's... It's because he, he, he allegedly had that controversial rash of anger to him. Uh, we, we have a tweet, Dom, from uh Czar of Trent. He says, Dom, will you be throwing a metal folding chair on your YouTube channel to honor Bobby Knight today?
3: Ah, oh, yes. Uh, the Stalker didn't approve that, so I don't know if I can do Aww. that here, Dan. Uh, these are pretty big chairs. I could throw it through the window here. I'm sure that would be <laughs> honored. All right. So uh, I even forgot the side question. I wrote down so many coming off night. I think it is. Uh, yeah, we arrived at who or what is a great who or what, remember the what is a great motivator. This guy was a great motivator. And a very smart basketball coach, Dan, and innovative, motion offense and all that. Don't want to get into the weeds, but highly respected. All right. We'll take money off the board. We know that money motivates great one. people. Yeah. Um I think, and people don't understand this, you know, they think, well. Why would you run for president? You got billions. You can just sit on that and relax. Power. Immortality. There's only been uh, 46 presidents, right? Just think about that. Yeah, pow- know, that's power's a
1: great one, too.
3: But it's not just power. It's being one of just that kind of an elite club. I'd, I'd drop anything to run for president Well, what, what,
1: what, what, Is that what motivates Krasner? Like, what is his motivator? Um being seen it's, as the great white hope as yeah, mayor michael yeah, matter put it yeah i
3: think so and his his arrogance and smugness uh does it too yeah what motivates soros destruction of america that's a big goal and he's halfway Power, there I guess, yeah yeah all right, so uh, money. We're going to take off. What would you take off?
1: I'll take a uh, person first. Richard Simmons. My, uh, I, I often talk about my mother's obsession with him, but uh, yeah, I mean,
3: I'm surprised. It, yeah,
1: yeah. She, she loved him. I, I think it's because my nana, uh, her mom, right. would watch it during the day, and it just came, became nostalgic. But I grew up with a lot of Richard in my life, and then he became a Howard Stern character. So uh, there's a soft spot for the weird guy. I, I tell prefer Jack Halane. That guy. When I got to interview him, thank. It wasn't in studio. Oh my
3: god. You know, for his 80th birthday, he pulled a ship across the harbor where the sharks are near Al- Alcatraz. What? With it, with his teeth and his a, a boat in his teeth.
1: How is that a feat of strength? I feel like that's a feat of your teeth's hardness, is not it not?
3: No, you be pretty. <laughs> look it up; you'll see what I mean. That guy, he he was it. You know, he if uh, if he came in here and told you drop down and do 20, even Dan. Borowski's doing 20, yeah.
1: And uh, I'm going to take another one off the board. Yes. Uh, this uh, is a little bit personal to me, but uh, the, the thought or the birth of a first child. Ah, yes. yes. When Great you motivator. Finally, yeah, when you finally have that you know, time in your life where it's yes. not about being independent, you're married now, you're talking about potentially having a family, it motivates you to get a lot done, I'll tell you that. So.
3: Well, you're not telling me. You know I was a birth coach not once but twice. <laughs> you know about that. Hold up. All right, bro, come on. Run
1: around. So, no, I'm not making any kind of announcement right now, but I'm in that mode now where it's motivating. Oh, okay. We'll we'll have to check on Maisie on that one. Okay, she's doing the work. 855-839-1210. Will
3: the kid be born with a green eye shade? That's what we (laughs) want to know. All right, Uh, what is the great motivator? Who or what? Who or what? Of course, Trump, the Bible, Really, you you can't go with those, all right? You might be new to this on the side question. And um, this whole idea... A Robert Kennedy Jr. To me, it's name recognition. It's conspiracy theories all over the place on everything, saying I'm the only one that has the answer to this. It's
1: anti-establishment, Dom. Uh,
3: that wouldn't be enough. People are not going to vote for that. I think it they, is. They have- they want the juice. Like, conspiracy's better than sex. How many
1: people you. were convinced that Bernie would be a decent person because he right. went against the grain, and how many of those people left Bernie to come to Trump because he was speaking out against the establishment? And now it seems yeah. that Trump is part of that establishment in their those eyes. So I think they're now ditching ah, Trump for Robert Kennedy. How did Trump Bernie dumb?
3: How did Trump become part of the set? They're going to put him in jail on ninety-one counts. Yeah. And how is it Kennedy? I'm with you. I'm with you. How is it Kennedy to the matter of board? Will we pay attention to this guy? The
1: theory is that the guy had a lot of time in office to actually do something about draining that swamp, and he just uh, became ingratiated into it.
3: I think that's a hard thing to – and Kennedy Jr., a Kennedy, Camelot all over again. Can't we – I thought for my lifetime, finally they're gone. No more Kennedys. How about that aspect? We're back to the stinking (laughs) Kennedys again. Hard to believe. (laughs)
1: Where'd that come from? Just out of nowhere.
3: Jeez. Out of left
1: field, a Kennedy comes out to politics again. All right,
3: 855 839 1210. You get on board. A lot of show today. Some guests stopping by, but uh, these things are bigger than anything right now. And if you can't wait to vote for RFK Jr., what the heck are you thinking? I've got to go inside here. This highfalutin stuff with Dan, anti establishment. Trump's the establishment now? that's weird to me. Dom Giordano's show. Just think, who or what is a great motivator? We got some good ones uh, already up here. Uh, This coming off Bob Knight, complicated figure, to put it mildly. I I just think uproarious, though, the way he handled the media. And when I had him on pitching for Trump, oh, my God. I forget, Dan, what he said about Trump. It was like a backhanded compliment. Oh, Yeah. You know he's got some. Uh, people say he's got some uh, rough edges. Well, so do I. With some approach like that. But Bobby Knight out there stumping for Trump couldn't be better. Wish it had been in person, though. All right. Uh, one other uh, quick thing. Um, I love this, and we have a little bit of sound from Action News. Northern Liberty stores set up, and these are Italian, allegedly Italian fashion. And uh, I think this could be a great sponsor for the show, since so many people agree with me and not Dan on this one. It's a store that sells anti-AI clothing. It disrupts facial recognition. So you don't wear a mask. You don't do anything to your face. You wear these goofy-looking sweaters that look like Mr. Rogers with an Italian twist to it. And
1: they disrupt Facial recognition. No, that's not a good way to describe these sweaters, Don, Mr. Rogers. He was was too plain. They are Bill Cosby through and through sweaters. Well, I said with a touch
3: of the Italian. I've seen Italians wear stuff like this in Italy. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Dan, are you putting them up uh,
3: on our uh, YouTube here? People may be
1: interested. No, I don't have it up on the YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. All right, let's let's hear how
3: uh, Channel 6 described this store. They did a brief interview. With the person that set it up over in Northern Liberty.
1: You know, I want to plug real quick. Krasner Land, today at 3.05, yes. uh, youtube.com slash at twelve and WPHT. Please uh, check it out because we will actually have uh, the, the visual there. But, okay. Uh, here, here's the 3.05 though. today, yeah.
0: We do this thanks to um, an algorithm embedded in our textile that is able to confuse the AI of facial recognition technology.
4: So you do this without putting something over your face?
0: Exactly. The AI is not seeing the face anymore because it's bombarded with all this information coming from this weather, uh, from all these colors, from all these patterns. So at first glance, these patterns look like something out of a 90s sitcom. But capable founder Raquel Didero says it's a wearable algorithm to protect your privacy.
3: And I got to get me some of this. Would you wear them? Yeah. Well, no. They're too the fashion. They got, we need better fashion. Well, here.
1: that's the problem. Is the the fashion is what does the technology? Yeah. So, so you, you can't get away with having a very plain sweater because you need that busy pattern on the front to disrupt. Uh, that's the word. The technology. Busy. Yeah. Busy. Yeah. Very it's called, busy. It's, it's called Trunk. It's
3: a black and veteran-owned boutique in Northern Liberties, the first store in the world to sell the garments, which include T-shirts, pants, to sweaters. Now, Dan, do you think our listeners who love this topic with you would actually go this far to defeat facial recognition? Because, let's face it, facial recognition is becoming, I mean, a Phillies game, and they're using facial recognition.
1: All right, so let me ask you this. Are are you uh, in favor of shysties on SEPTA? No. Okay, then how are you in favor of the sweater? The the reason why you're against shysties on SEPTA is because it hides the identity of these criminals.
3: Yeah, well, because they're criminals. I mean, this this is like widespread facial. I'll throw it back to you. So you want facial recognition. We're about to have
1: criminals all look like Bill Cosby out there okay. with his sweaters.
3: You want facial recognition all over the place. That's your solution.
1: I, I want facial recognition used for a, a benefit of policing and safety. Uh, but, but I think, uh, again, I, I say this often. We as conservatives, we often poo-poo the idea of uh, facial right. recognition. We'll close our ears completely, blind ourselves to the... Uh, inevitability that this is a futuristic uh, technology that is going to descend upon the population. So we as conservatives, I think it's of ultimate priority right now for us to get ahead of this, set forth some kind of constitutional you know, uh, uh, guidelines to how it can be used, and actually kind of somewhat support it for the use of good. I am in the camp that says we ought to stop it. We ought to
3: push back against it. That this is just another dodge taking away of personal freedom. When we're Call me when Krasner is not the D.A. We're actually doing something serious about crime. Then we might be able to have a a limited talk. There's
1: no there's no reason for it. I I get that. And I I would understand that if it was coming from the D.A.'s office. But this is a guy who every day I'm bitching and moaning about Krasner. So, yeah, let's fix Krasner. But also it's like one of my number one priorities of my political nature is, you know, uh, being pro police. Right. And and it's very hard for me to reconcile being against one of police's most useful tools and still being pro police. All right. Well, uh, let's set an over and under here. Do they does
3: this material? Does it sell? Do people actually buy this? I say no, but I don't know. People are pretty revved up to go against facial recognition.
1: I don't think it's going to sell.
3: It's, <laughs> it's pretty dark. so ugly. Yeah, well, you'll, you'll be able to see it 305 today at facebook.com slash 1210. Know what I'll do is I'll, I'll put up
1: a picture of it on your Twitter right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. So and, at Dom Show 12 Yeah, and I hope you're
3: that. there this afternoon, and we'll, uh, we'll take your comments on that. But has it gone this far, and why Philadelphia? It's the first in the world selling this type of clothing. I feel as if we're headed into dystopia already. All right, let's take a couple callers. What is the big motivator? It's the person or the what. Either one you can help me with. Let's go to uh, Jeff in Hatboro. Hey, Jeff, afternoon.
4: Hey, Dom. It's funny. uh, When I was speaking to Jim about this, you guys were talking about Krasner, and and you've been a little bit now. So the biggest motivator in my eyes is the death penalty. That will definitely motivate you not to commit a heinous crime. Krasner knows nothing about the death penalty.
3: Uh, And in fact, uh, a bill got through committee yesterday in the Pennsylvania House by the Democrats to ban the death penalty legislatively. So it's uh, it's moving forward. No, I agree. You would think if they tell us all the time it's not a motivator. I agree with what you're saying. Now, not with every person. Some people are going to do what. I mean, we're well past anything. But for most people, if they think the death penalty is actually going to happen with some degree of surety. It gives him a pause.
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
3: Good one, Jeff. uh, See, I thought we'd hear all these motivational people, uh, Dan, like Mother Teresa or somebody like that, (laughs) you know. But instead, the death penalty. (laughs) Always emphasize the negative. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. A smart guy who's uh, political, Dan, uh, listening, says, well, one of the drawbacks with RFK Jr., though— Will he be able to get on the ballot in enough states? You know, it takes a lot to get on the ballot. All those signatures you have to get and all the rest of it. I don't know if he has the infrastructure or the money. That could cost 10 to $20 million just to get on the ballots. If he does that, though, in the swing states, he is going to determine this election. If I see him on Pennsylvania.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve a nice cold reward.
3: Pennsylvania, Georgia, the whole thing that we know, I think he's a determinative factor. Is he really going to cost Trump the election? That's almost hard to believe that it could come down to this. All right, get in right now, though. Everybody has one. All right, now I'm doing it, Don. YouTube.com slash at
1: 1210 WPHD. I finally got the technology in order to uh, show that sweater. So uh, YouTube.com slash at 1210 WPHD. Every day we're dining with Dom. Please go like and subscribe. We would love to see you over there.
3: Yeah, and are you uh, are you in my camp with it? This is developed in like an ongoing thing here. That's good. My camp on the cameras uh, and facial recognition to go to a Phillies game. And who needs facial recognition? Or Dan, the defender of law of the police, by helping them spy on all the rest of us. By the way, one spy update story: uh, Breitbart's got a story that the people working for Trump that were trying to get to the bottom of how all this Russian collusion stuff started, the FBI spied on them. And they were going after those specific people uh, that were uh, working for Trump to try to get to the bottom of the Russian collusion story. It's endless. Do we need more of this stuff? Come to your Dano show. Welcome in everyone, 855 uh, 839 You get on board. All right. Is this being too picky? I didn't even see this. Dan found that We're getting ready for Krasner land today. SEPTA misspells Philadelphia on signage at a brand new train station. That's right. Contra Hawkins' new train station is getting closer to opening with the arrival of signage on the building. However, uh, the person behind the account tweeted that Philadelphia had been misspelled on a sign. SEPTA responded that the sign had already been reported. Oh, come on. Not that they explained how they got up there. It says trains to Philadelphia, this platform, (laughs) P-H-I-L-A-D-L-E-P-H-I-A. I even forgot how to spell Philadelphia, thinking of SEPTA. So is this an example, yes it is, of what a clown show this outfit is? And the reason they get away with it is... It's bipartisan. They're all in it together. So Republicans never really go after
1: SEPTA. But putting that up is just another black eye. Uh, YouTube.com slash at twelve and WPHT. You can see the visual of that. Uh, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. The all time for me, Dan, is when in front of Wilson
3: Good's office or in front of City Hall was a national broadcast. The Beach Boys were either here or coming to town back when that was a big thing with them. And it said from C... To Shinning, S H I N N, Shinning C. And they all rolled out the letters and the two with the end. I would have tackled, if I were mayor, one of those guys with the end. Can you imagine? Just what does it tell us? It tells us they have no sense of anything and they don't care. They don't care. They're a monop- one of the, the worst organizations around, worse than Philadelphia city government, I'd say, is SEPTA. I don't know who you would put up there as worst run. It's probably number 1 in this area. Uh, PPA? Well, no, they're very effective That's what they're true. they're efficient. Yeah, yeah, they're Yeah, they're efficient, it's just that they're evil in what
1: they're engaged in. Streets Department?
3: Yeah. Uh, they're right up there. Yeah, that's a pretty good thing. Oh, I
1: got one for you, Don. That's much worse than yeah. SEPTA. The Department of Education in Philadelphia.
3: Yes, particularly with that new guy. I'd have oh, to say gosh, they're they're man. right up there.
1: Yes. Uh, so can I the district attorney's in? office might be an institution that's as uh, bad a step as well.
3: Well, they're well run though toward what they're trying to do. That's true. So and then there's Jim Kenny as the mayor's office, just the mayor himself. Now he might rival that. All right, it's 855 839 twelve ten. We'll get you uh, on board. Remember a few weeks back, or was it a month or so, that Josh Shapiro came up with this automatic registration. When you go to um, PennDOT, you're changing your license, getting a new license, some dealing with PennDOT, a prompt comes up. Now, they don't register you per se, but you have to opt out by hitting no. And they found out that most people are going to hit yes. Now, there's studies out there that I'm not buying into but listen to what they're saying, what they're claiming. I, I'm thinking these are Democrat backed. They're claiming that in a state like Pennsylvania, that is going to help someone like Trump, particularly Trump. Their argument is that people out there in the sticks, in rural areas of Pennsylvania, are Trump voters. They are reluctant voters. Trump motivated them. But when they go to register to vote, Uh, to uh, do their driver's license, it's going to help them decide to register right there, thus voting more for Trump or Republicans. They argue that in the big city Democrats, those people don't have cars. So they're not going to be interacting with SEPTA, with the PennDOT as much. And as a result, uh, they will not, we will not see more Democrats. I just can't believe this logic, but uh, that's what they're indicating is going to happen. And they do make a fair point, which is this. In a close election here in Pennsylvania, which I think it will be if it's Biden versus Trump, particularly with RFK Jr. or Cornel West in there, then every few thousand votes count. Remember, Trump won in 2016 by only 44,000 votes across Michigan, Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. That is a very small margin in those three big states. So is this actually going to help Republicans? I I just cannot get myself convinced around this, that this is going to go that way. I still see this. I don't think Josh Shapiro, unless he misjudged, would be on board with doing this. There's just no way. All right, let's go to Mike in Fishtown. Mike, you're on Talk Radio 1210.
4: What do you have today, Mike? Hello, Dom. Listen, I got an answer to your side question, but uh, just on someone who called yesterday about that sixty-eight North Catholic JV team winning at the plestra. Yes. Yeah, they they there was no alcohol involved at all. They, well, I, they I were said allowed that allowed to go yeah.
3: to. Yeah. I said that I yeah, said I mean, it was
4: breakfast. It, 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 yeah, it's that, that it could be alcohol or something else involved, but it wasn't. They were they were late for class.
3: Yes, they went to breakfast. They were allowed, but they came back late. And back in the day, they suspended everybody, and the JV team won, and I think they won by 15 or 16 points.
4: Yeah, uh, just a side story. Yeah, Jack Friel was the head coach. He was also the head of uh, – he was the disciplinarian at the school. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hank Siemankowski was. He was a senior on that team.
3: Ah, I didn't know that. Yes, all-time – I played against him, if you can imagine. Oh, my God. What was the last name? Siemankowski. Siemankowski. With an I? Yeah. Oh, uh, Polish great, guy. Oh, uh, great jump uh, yeah, shooter. I and love he was, it. He was about 6'9" and 250. And when I played against him over at St. Anne's, it was a few years after Villanova, but I'm not going to let that guy take me down low, Mike. Come on now. I may have fouled a couple yeah. times there. I'm not yeah. I'm not letting him just bulldoze in yeah. there. Come on. Yeah,
0: imagine well, there's, a card and a guy 6'9" yeah,
3: 250, Dan. Yeah, there's there's
4: a book about it. Yeah. And uh Well, one thing it's not in the book, Uh, the sophomore guard that started that game, the JV player, his name was Billy Dever. Yeah. He had 16 assists that game, which I think is still a playoff record. But anyway, uh, the story from his brother told me that in the locker room before the game, Jack Friel, the coach, apologized to the JV for putting him in a tough spot. And after he was finished, Billy Dever stood up and said, Coach, after tonight, who do we play? (laughs) <laughs> That's the type of guy you want. My God. Yeah. That's Hoosiers. Yeah, my side question is uh, what motivates people, I believe, what motivates Americans is patriotism. It, it causes people to serve and sometimes die for their country.
3: That is a very good one. What I feel it in the back of my neck. I felt, felt the tingle just hearing Lee, Lee Greenwood. Sing that. The juice flows every time. Thank God that guy... And nobody can do it like that.
1: I, I want to also say Billy Dever, uh, he, he passed but, away, sadly, back in May okay. uh, recently. <clears throat> uh, he was uh, born and raised in uh, Port Richard proud alumnus, North Catholic. Uh, uh, obviously went on to play for that team. Coached many years as a youth sports coach and a well-known basketball referee. Uh, so rest in peace, Billy.
3: Uh, the caller, Dan, and I got 11 other social media one way or another telling me, you were right, it was a breakfast, but you shouldn't have let that guy say the alcohol thing. Ruining a good story. Tremendous story. Motivational story. Imagine defeating them with that. Yeah. All right. Phone lines are 855-839-1210. You get on board. AT&T and Verizon Wireless. All you'd have to do is push pound
1: 1210 and we'll get you in. A new achievement unlocked today, Dom. What's that? Um, What's his name? Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy Matthews. It was a full half hour into the show before you said President Trump. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say it 42 times between now and I'm the really end. curious. Can I can I put this out there Jimmy yeah, if you're listening yeah. call us sometime. Yeah, yeah, good. I, we I, love, I love pick your brain. Like what are you doing when you're like listening to the show and right. keeping track of our stats? Oh, yes,
3: we like that. He's accurate too, I think. He is. Um, the Washington Post says that the Hamas Gaza Health Ministry their stats are pretty good. This is what we're reduced to, right? These clowns in Gaza, Hamas, right? They're saying uh, 7,000. They may have said they could have said 82 million in the media. Is there any number that would give us pause? Well, look, if the number was 100,000 at this point, you might say, are the Israelis using enough practices to avoid collateral damage? But short of something like that,
1: get it in your
3: head. They're going to take out Hamas this time. They're not going to have a humanitarian pause.
1: They're not going to get killed by these animals again. My, my head's been spinning, Don. Please please clarify for me. It, it, was this a fever dream, a nightmare? Did this actually happen? the that, that hospital was bombed and Hamas tried telling us that it yeah. was Israel? Yeah, the but now, just, now we're
3: listening to them again? And the Washington Post says, well, they're a pretty reliable source. Come on. Oh, my God. That did happen, right? Yeah, Dom Giordano's show. By the way, uh, Steve Feldman's going to uh, jump in, giving us um, an update, uh, Zionists of America, on some of the local stuff, like the Philadelphia Free Library is bringing in noted anti-Israel, some would say I would, anti-Semite, Mark Lamont Hill, who I've often debated. How can you bring this guy in after he started up again about Hamas? Philadelphia Free Library. Big speaking thing. More hatred. But after that, uh, the guys over at Philly Crime and Women, Philly Crime Update, are brilliant. So the best scenario, one of the best in the world, best in the country, about what's actually going on here. They put together a montage. Uh, No, I'm going to wait until after that then. Thank you. Um, Of Temple students being asked after this uh, 1031 robbery and other things well, what do they think about this? How can you go to college here? The one girl, Dan, I didn't listen. You were listening to it. I just saw the transcript said, well, it's kind of what you sign up for. You know, I'm not going to say it's a pretty sight. My take is I have little or no feeling, Dan, for these students, really, and for Temple.
1: It's kind of like, can't you see this? What it is? What it is? I love you that you said the girl that said that that was actually a guy. In 2023, it's the twenty twenty three. Oh, there, was so, it? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God!
3: These Philadelphia police real time crime cameras.
0: It's kind of unavoidable. Um, it's what you kind of sign up for when you start living in this area.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I apologize, <laughs> or maybe not. Well, Dan, the picture I saw, I wasn't yeah, so exactly. sure. It's, it's, it's yeah, but you already said, that is the nut of it. It's kind of what you sign up for. So then why do we get so concerned? My only concern is, I don't want to see anyone harmed. Why can't you point at what the real cause of this is? Now, it's always bad there, but not like this. The gun to the head thing, Steve Keighley again, that's that's like an iconic picture Because the gun is pressed right against the head of this Temple student. Multiple robberies and all. And look, Dan, I pull no punches on this. I'm pro-cop. But the Temple police is constantly blaming the VP. Stop it already. She's bad. We message received. But you can put God in there with Larry Krasner there. And you're still going to have guns pointed to your head. It is like you're living there with Hamas. That's where you are. The kid's right. It's kind of what you sign up for. It's the urban experience. All right. We'll talk with Steve Feldman. Then we'll play you this full montage. And I I want to get your take. We keep on talking of the same thing constantly. Oh, the poor Temple students, they're often on the station and all. Hey, kid. Hey, you can't be at 18th and NARS. Can you say that? Oh, my God. See, we can say it. You're not allowed to say that in polite circles. What do you mean you can't be at 18th and NARS? You can't be. Take a look at the crime statistics. Take a look at the odds. You can play better in Atlantic City casinos and stand at 18th and Norris.
2: Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD.